The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. The following segment is from Monday, Football Monday on the SB Nation NFL Show, where we're discussing your favorite team. Subscribe to the SB Nation NFL Show to make sure you don't miss conversations like this one cover the Chiefs and you just wonder when the next loss is going to be. I mean, I like to cover different types of football games. It'd be it'd be okay to, to have one here or there, you know? I'm so happy for you guys. I'm just, <laughs> just beaming. Love well, it. Okay. The re- Michael Kist fa- does fantastic work at Bleeding Green Nation Great all work. the time. Um, this past summer, Podcast he, wrote an article, he wrote an article where he, he picked the best position players uh, across the entire NFC East. He picked Dak Prescott as the best quarterback in the NFC East, took a lot of flack for it. And I don't think there's anybody in the mood to say you're right right now, Kist. Uh, But Carson Wentz, Looks like Basuda right now. 37-19, the final score. The Los Angeles Rams getting to 2-0 and on the season. The Eagles now 0-2. Uh, the Bengals coming to town in Week 3. But, man, Kiss, this is rough. And last week, you know, we, we talked about what are the problems in Philly. And there were three things. There were the offensive line. There was the offensive scheme. You know, the overall feel of the offense. What they were trying to do. And then there was Carson Wentz. This week, when I look at the offense... I didn't notice the offensive line nearly as much. I thought they fixed a lot of things with their scheme, with their design. You know, the Rams were playing a soft shell, not giving up the deep pass, especially since they got up early after the Miles Sanders fumble, uh, which, you know, hurt the Eagles trying to come back and really work their game plan. But I still thought it was good. Carson Wentz, doggone, man. If he isn't one of the more inaccurate quarterbacks in the league right now and so streaky, he can. his high points are, are fantastic. His low points, man. That that intercept where they finally get something going, that interception at JJ Arthago Whiteside. Wentz knew the safety was there. Wentz knew this thing was going to be put in danger. And he put everything in this throw trying to put it in there anyway. Like the guy is pressing. He's pressing real hard right now. And we've seen that from Wentz for stretches. So you just hope it's one of those things that he just kind of bounces back from, right? We saw it against Seattle last year. We saw it against New England last year, right? And then he bounces back and he gets himself together and he, and he, and he, and he plays a lot better. It's because it's week one and week two that a lot of people in Philadelphia Twitter, Philadelphia media, whatnot, are probably talking about Jalen Hurts this morning. And I think it's way too early for that. Like, if Mitch Trubisky's still starting in the NFL, <laughs> right? Like, what, what are we honestly doing? Like, these quarterbacks have a, have a pretty long leash. Now, my problem is, is like, is what is really going on with Wentz? And that's a big discussion around Philly right now, too. Why has he not gotten better? I mean, 2017 had a great year. We all know it, but I'm tired of hearing about it. 2018, 2019, now into 2020, what has he been? What has he really accomplished? And it hasn't been much. 
So, I mean, I stick by by having Dak higher than him. Dak is playing much better than him. And then when you look defensively for the Eagles, I mean, it was just a mess. And this Los Angeles Rams team, I gave them some flack coming into, you know, last season and this season saying that their offense had gotten stale. They are playing some really creative series football, and it's causing serious issues for, for defenses. I mean, the Eagles linebackers were lost. They were <laughs> lost in that game. They didn't know what to do. And Jim Schwartz, who had coached some really good games against Sean McVay, his 2018 game against McVay was a, a masterpiece in, in defense. He got the, the pants coached off of him by McVay in this one. And that's why I'm really looking forward to Rams Bills coming up because I want to see how that goes for the Bills and see them in a real test, not against these tomato cans. You know, no offense to the Bills, they, they took care of business. But I think the Rams are legit. And right now the Eagles are reeling big time and searching for answers. And I don't know if they're there right now because like I said, with once, was it Frank Reich? And was it John DiFilippo, two guys that he really respected in that coaching room and taking their advice and kind of calming his ego down a little bit has that gone out the window since then? Can Press Taylor, the quarterback's coach, passing game coordinator, his, buddy. his good friend, really get the best out of Wentz? I think a lot of people are asking that question. I think it's fair. You know, some people say that I look like Jim Schwartz, which is a little offensive. Not, not to say he's a bad <laughs> football coach. Uh, I just don't know if he's the most who attractive says man on the planet. <laughs> right. <laughs> who, who's saying this? And, uh, and with that in mind, I thought the Rams were creative early in this game. Sweeps to Woods and, and Cup. Variance in the offense uh, makes things easier for Jared Goff, who I think is very much a product of his system. I don't know if the Eagles really had an answer for it, as Kiss alluded to. To his credit, Goff made the throws he had to. You kind of blinked, and this game was 21-3. I know we saw a yep. lot of comebacks all day in the NFL, but that's hard to come back from. You'd mentioned the play, and I was going to mention it, the Wentz kind of forcing that pass. And Darius Williams made a great play on it, but it really was forced into double coverage. Tyler Higby, I've been talking about tight ends all day. It's been my position of the day. He had a big day with three touchdowns. Uh, I don't know if that's coming every week, but good on him to, to get those touchdowns. Now, this game was ugly. Uh, I do think the Rams are good. I think Super Bowl McVay has made his triumphant return to the NFL, and much like him on Hard Knocks, that does make me want to take my shirt off a little bit. And so good for him for <laughs> being back here. I wish he would have been that creative in the Super Bowl so he wouldn't have seen the Patriots win another one. At different points, Pete, you've talked about taking your pants and your shirt off. Considering you've said that you've been told you look like Jim Schwartz, I think just stay fully clothed. I mean, you know, there's no no need for you know, any of this. If 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 we need to play some kind of strip football Monday football Monday thing eventually, we don't. We, we, not, we, why? Happy, why? <laughs> we don't. Happy happy to happy to oblige you guys if that's what you, if that's what you need from me. Speaking of happy, they played strip happy days on Friends. I am often told I look like Ross from Friends. That's that's what I've gotten my whole life. Um, but, you know, that's neither here nor there. I do agree with you, Kist. I think I personally underrated the Rams. And maybe, I don't know if I, I don't want to speak for you. I don't know if it's underrating as much as sort of got sick of the hype. Um, yeah. so, so maybe the hype just became a little, you know, oversaturating. Um, and I think that Jared Goff is a bit emblematic of that. I, I still don't think Jared Goff is great, but I think he's better than I know I personally gave him credit for. I don't think he's asked to do much. That's sort of the story of this this team. But they're doing what what is necessary and, and good for them. I mean, this this was an impressive I still believe the Eagles are a good team and the fact that they trounced them is is respectable. Goff had three completions over eight yards against the Dallas Cowboys. He didn't have to think for a single right. second in that game. The Eagles didn't touch Jared Goff until minute 27. And when they started to touch him, 
he started to wilt a little bit, and the Eagles got back in the game. So that's something you got to keep track of. But the, the Rams are so good at protecting him, so good at moving his launch points around, working the naked boots, isolating those linebackers, and really making the offense work for Goff. So as long as he's protected, I think he can have a top 10 season, but he has to be protected because the bottom can fall out real quick if he's not. Make sure you don't miss our next conversation by subscribing to the SB Nation NFL Show wherever you get your podcasts.